Will O'Neill Cruz be the most dominant Cruz in the MLB this upcoming season? I have the answer to that and much more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Uh, once again, Matthew Ane has the night off, so you're rocking with just me tonight. Uh, if you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly, truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And if you're watching on a platform or if you're watching on YouTube, hit that little bell below. It uh, gives you notification every time when you drop a new episode and it subscribes you to the channel. And lastly, but most importantly, guys, join us on the subtext platform this time of year. It's super important to get an edge up on your opponents, and you can do that with Matt and I on the subtext platforms. We get alerts right to your phone with text message updates. Uh, Matt and I have our rankings out right now on there with tiers, over 100 starting pitchers and outfielders. We're answering all of your dynasty and keeper questions, and we're even out giving out grades for, uh, grades for your drafts. So make sure you join us there. And guys, before we get started today, I got to talk to you about today's sponsor. We're talking about FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. And all right, guys. No, it's a little early, you know, a little bit early to be doing this, but, you know, I think we're going to do multiple, you know, kinds of these episodes. And we're starting with breakouts today. Um, as I mentioned, you know, Matt's, uh, uh, you know, off with uh, young Luke tonight. You know, once again, wish him well. If you haven't heard, you know, Matt, uh, Matt's family has uh, gained a member with their son, Luke Morgan. His wife has given birth. So once again, congratulate Matt and, um, you know, uh, let him know that you care. And uh, we truly appreciate you guys. So you're rocking with just me. Matt gave me a couple of names uh, for his breakouts. I have about uh, six of my own couple of mats and we're gonna rock through some of these names and i kind of teased you know one of the big names at the top and i know we've been talking about him a lot but we kind of want to keep the ball rolling with them and it's o'neill cruz uh o'neill cruz is somebody you know as i said matt and i are super high and we've been talking about him a lot and we have really uh, what i think is good reason for it we're getting pretty good value on a player in o'neill cruz who has massive massive upside uh, and I, if you guys have been listening, I know we've been using NFBC ADP. We're actually going to switch over uh, to Fantasy Pros um, ADP right now because they have released their ADP, which uh, is a combination of ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, RTS Sports, NFBC, and we're getting the composite, the average of all of these websites. O'Neill Cruz is coming off the board as the 13th shortstop around pick 90. I have O'Neill Cruz coming off the board in my rankings at shortstop number nine. So I think we're getting really good value on him. O'Neill's uh, O'Neill Cruz's upside is ridiculous. Honestly, O'Neill Cruz could hit 30 plus homers, steal 40 plus bases, 
and just be a dominant five-tool fixture in your lineup. I think we're talking about O'Neal Cruz next year if he can stay healthy and play a full season as uh, you know a top two-round type player. The talent is all there. Let's talk about some of uh, his minor league seasons because that's where O'Neill Cruz really shined, uh, you know, during his minor league days. Uh, he had a monster season in 2021 in the minors where he played 69 games, 271 at-bats, 62 runs. He had 16 doubles, O'Neill Cruz did, 5 triples, 17 homers, 47 RBIs, 19 steals, and he hit 310. O'Neill Cruz always uh, hit for good batting average and good power and showed off good speed in the minors. O'Neill Cruz, six foot seven lefty, 215 pounds, monster of a man. And I know all the hype is around Ellie De La Cruz, and for good reason. We, we all know what Ellie did when he first got the call. Uh, monster stole home just looked fantastic but you know led the cruise really slowed down after that all-star break you know I, I think he hit under 200 just didn't really look the same and you know i know they have the same last name no relation but they're both big infielders you know monsters monstrous men so that's why the comparison is drawn between the two of them and i think there shouldn't be as a big of a difference in adp as there is right now between ellie and um o'neill cruz led the cruise is coming off the board right now as the eighth shortstop according to fan uh, fantasy pros adp uh 39th pick and that's just a crazy difference for guys that i think honestly at the end of the year we'll look back and they'll have put up similar numbers so uh, let's move on here let's talk about somebody you know that o'neill cruz was a combination guy matt and i both love him uh, let's move on to another combination guy here for matt and i and if you if you watched any of the podcast you probably know the love that we have for this man it's Vinny Pasquantino, the Pasquatch. Uh, we love him. Last year, you know, Vinny P suffered an injury, caused him to miss most of the year. Uh, didn't really get to, you know, show off the upside that we know he has. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino, when he came up in 2022, played 72 games, had 258 at-bats, 25 runs, 10 doubles, 10 homers, 26 RBIs, stole a base, 35 walks to 34 strikeouts, so he's really going to help you in those points leagues. The play, play discipline is amazing, and a 295 batting average. If I had to throw a comp out there for, you know, um, Vinny Pasquantino, uh, I, I think he has the upside of, uh, I'm not really going to give you a player here. Let's just talk about his stats. I think Vinny Pasquantino could give you, let's say, like 80, maybe 80 runs. Uh, I think 30-plus homers is definitely in play because he hit the ball super, super hard. If you look back at 2022, he was mashing the ball. Ag average exit velocity of 91.2, really barreled the ball up well, just did everything that you really want to see from, you know, a, a hitter. I think the RBIs could be good, uh, you know, maybe around like we're talking like maybe like 85. Let's see how this, you know, Royals lineup does. Uh, and the walks, the strikeouts are going to be fantastic. So that's going to help you so much. And I think the batting average, honestly, I really think Vinny P is going to be anywhere from like a 275 to even a 290. I know that's a big range, but if he really puts everything together, he can be that 290 type of hitter. Where you know uh, he 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 can move up and be a, a top ten first baseman. Right now, I have um, Vinny P as my number 
13 first baseman and let's see where uh you know early adp has vinny p i know it's super late i want to say it's around the 18th first baseman last time i checked yeah 18th first baseman pick 143 so honestly i feel like this is a year we can wait a little bit at first base and kind of wait for the tristan casas's and the torkelson's and the josh Naylor's and the vinny p's and i think we're going to do very very well um you know on on guys like that uh, but before we move on and talk about, you know, uh, two names specifically that Matt gave me, and we're really going to break them down here, you know, because once again, Matt's not around. We'll, we'll pick on him a little bit. But before I do that, guys, I have a quick ad for you. And guys, real quick, we're talking about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all of those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel and official sports book partner of the nfl and guys before we move on i need to talk to you and let you know that locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel and guys, the, this is the last one before we, you know, get back rocking here. Uh, the one that's most important to Matt and I, uh, you know, we're once again introducing the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast Diamond Club on the subtext platform, your ultimate fantasy baseball companion. Dive into the offseason with Matt and I as we provide our tiered rankings with over 100 outfielders and starting pitchers. And we're going to be providing prospect insights, sleepers, breakouts, busts, and personalized draft grades. Have if you got those burning questions, Matt and I got the answers. As the season unfolds, rely on us for dynamic content. Get real-time alerts right to your phone, including waiver wire rankings, instant call-up alerts, injury reactions, and a whole lot more. Stay ahead in your fantasy league by joining the Diamond Club on Subtext, where the path to your victories begins. Subscribe now and elevate your fantasy baseball experience today. All right, guys, that is a lot. Thank you for, you know, bearing through that with me, uh, but we're going to move on. We're going to get you some more great names. Uh, these next two specific names come from Matt himself, uh, so let's break them down. Let's talk about uh, the first one here, starting pitcher. Let's talk about Shane Boz. And Shane Boz is such a dynamic young pitcher. We haven't really seen him stay, you know, healthy yet and show us uh, a full season of what he's capable of. But we, we do know the upside. The upside, honestly, of Shane Boz with the elite stuff is a top 15, top 20 uh, type starting pitcher. He's still fairly young, 24 years old. 
uh, you know, had some really good showings in the minor leagues, but once again, never really pitched a crazy amount of innings. Uh, 2019, 299 ERA, 17 starts, 81 innings, 87 strikeouts, a 1-2-3 whip. And then the next year in 20, oh, well, uh, Shane Boss actually didn't pitch during the COVID year, which was 2020. But 2021, Shane Boss still came back in the minors. Another 17 starts, 206 ERA, 78 innings, 299. Uh, oh, sorry, 113 strikeouts over the 78 innings uh, in a 0-8 whip. And, you know, he, he's been really, really good. Uh, it's just the injuries are the big problem here with Shane Boz. I understand why, you know, Matt thinks that he can, you know, break out and be really, really good. Uh, I, I like him as well. Honestly, you know, it, it, it's a big fastball, you know, sits around like, you know, 96, 97 with it. Uh, also throws that nice slider there, which is a very, very good combo. Uh, you know, really doesn't really throw much more than that. Honestly, those are his two main pitches. Uh, does mix in, uh, you know, a curveball and a changeup here and there. But, you know, it's not really what he's doing most of the time. Uh, I have Shane Boz, I think, fairly high, uh, especially according to ADP. I know ADP super low on Boz. Uh, first, I want to tell you guys where I have him. I have Shane Boz as my SP40. I don't really see myself drafting him a lot, so it's not a guy I'm targeting. But, you know, if he starts to fall, you know, coming off the injuries, we don't know really how many innings we're going to get. Honestly, I'd be shocked if we get over 120 from Boz. And we know Tampa likes to, you know, uh, baby their starting pitchers, especially ones that, you know, aren't known for throwing a lot of innings. So I think Boz will be babied. So not somebody I'm targeting, but if he falls and, you know, you get the value, honestly, let's look at Fantasy Pros and, and see where Shane Boz is actually going uh, at the moment. I, I know it's fairly low. He was somebody I was looking at the other day myself. Uh, Shane Boz, uh, starting pitcher 57, pick 200. So the value is actually there. You're not paying the price of where I actually think he can land is, you know, maybe a top 40, top 50 starting pitcher. You're getting him almost, you know, at SP 60, which is going to be around your SP five, six, not loving it there. And honestly, Shane Boz is probably a name. I might even move down a little bit in my rankings. Kind of want to see what spring training looks like. Like for him, but Shane Boss, somebody Matt loves, uh, you know, that he thinks is going to have a breakout year for, you know, obvious reasons, um, you know, kind of riding that bandwagon a bit, but not really targeting Shane Boss. Uh, so let's move on to Matt's next guy here. Let's talk about Logan Ohapi, another dude that was just kind of bombarded by injuries. And that's kind of where you see, you know, these young players that wind up becoming breakouts. They finally get healthy and they really pull it together. And I think Logan Ohapi has the chance to do that this year. Uh, that Angels team isn't fantastic, you know, but they still have a couple of guys in that lineup. Uh, maybe Anthony Rendon can stay healthy, right? Uh, obviously, Mike Trout, another guy needs to stay healthy. I, lo I like Luis Gifo over there. So they do have a couple of names that line up that can get the job done. Uh, but, you know, Ohapi had some really good showings in the minors, uh, you know, before coming over to the Angels from the Phillies. In 2022, in the minors, Ohapi played 104 games, 360 at-bats, 72 runs, 14 doubles, 26 homers, 78 RBIs, and he hit 283. 
Uh, a guy in Logan Ohapi has kind of really always shown a solid batting average in the minors, has some pop in that bat. The, he steals a couple of bases, actually at seven steals. I don't know if I mentioned that in 2022 in the minors. So maybe he can even chip in a couple of steals. Right now, I have Logan Ohapi as my 12th catcher. Uh, I think that's a safe spot, honestly, in the 12-man league if you're walking out with him as your catcher. I don't think that's the the worst situation. You know, you, you obviously waited, so hopefully the rest of your team looks, you know, pretty strong coming out. But I'm I'm not mad at Logan O'Hoppy. Like I said, 6'2", 185, you know, righty, uh, has, has some upside there. Once again, not really going to be relying on him for steals or, you know, I don't know if the counting stats are going to be fantastic, but there's some pop in that bat. I think there's 25-plus home run upside there with O'Hoppy. Uh, once again, RBIs and runs really going to depend on how that Angels team, but I don't think he's going to be a guy who crushes you on batting average. You may look at those, you know, 51 games from last year and see that 236 and be intimidated by it, but let's not be intimidated by it because I think Ohapi can honestly be a 250, 260, and then maybe even some good years, 270 type hitter, or with even a little bit of upside there. So let's not shy away from Ohapi, somebody that I, uh, you know, not, I, I don't know how high Matt has him ranked. Uh, once again, I have him as a top 12 shortstop, and uh, let's actually pull up, you know, um, current uh, ADP on Ohapi to kind of see where they're at. Uh, 14th catcher for Ohapi, so they're not too far off. That's pick 212. Catcher, another position, you know, that I'm not really, you know, going out of my way to draft really high because, you know, like I said with first base, you got some names that are just going a little bit later, and I'm going to focus myself in, um, you know, some other directions, but now let's get into some of the names I liked. And I know I have burned a lot of time here talking, uh, about, you know, uh, Matt's names and some of the shared names we have. So I'll try and be a little bit quicker on, you know, the bottom half talking about names that I like one name. I'm super, super high on this year is Jordan Walker, right? Jordan Walker, a guy who got the nod last year to start the season with the Cardinals and started off uh, a streak. I believe it was like, um, I forget whether it was an on base streak or a hit streak, but, um, it was like 13, 14 games to start his career. He was looking fantastic. Uh, then he hit a little bump in the road. You know, there was a little stretch there where Jordan Walker really didn't look good, didn't, you know, was struggling, striking out a lot. And even defensively was the big thing. His defense uh, didn't look great. His glove was kind of, you know, uh, a little bit behind where the Cardinals wanted it to be. So they said, you know what, we're going to send Jordan Walker down to the minors and you know let him get his head on straight but you know that's crazy for a guy that was 21 last year and just figuring things out let the man just do it in the bigs he didn't need to go down to the minors because then even when he, when he went back down to the minors last year for the 29 games he had 239 didn't look like himself but then uh you know they called him back up and jordan walker actually finished out the year uh pretty strong uh I know I, I saw him dropped in a bunch of leagues, and I said, you know what, let me just uh, pick him up and, and see where the thing goes. And honestly, his August was really strong. Jordan Walker in August started 24 games, had 83 at-bats, 8 runs, 22 hits, 4 doubles, a triple, 3 homers, 11 RBIs, 1 steal, uh, 11 walks to 23 strikeouts. is an atrocious. He had 265. And then between September and October, Jordan Walker started 27 games, 102 at-bats, 17 runs, 31 hits, 5 doubles, 1 triple, 4 homers, 12 RBIs, a steal, uh, and he hit 304. So Jordan Walker can get it done. Right now, I have Jordan Walker coming off the 
Ord as my 24th outfielder compared to current ADP, which uh, I think I'm pretty close on ADP with Jordan Walker. I don't think that's somebody that I'm too far off on with ADP. 30th outfielder, pick 130. I'm loving that. I love the value on Jordan Walker at the moment. Let's get into some pitching. Let's get back into the pitching side of things. Let's talk about Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta is somebody that I'm just absolutely loving on this year. Right now, Freddie Peralta is coming off the board as the 19th starting pitcher, pick 58. I have Freddie Peralta as my starting pitcher number... 14, I think he's a high-end SP2, and if you guys know the podcast and you listen, you know my love for Freddie Peralta, the one stat that I continue to bring up when it comes to him, you know you see that 3.86 ERA from last year, and you're like, Dom, you know, you're loving on this guy, you got him as a high-end SP2 with a 3.86 ERA. Uh, you know, he he's still young. That that's the big thing with Freddie Peralta. Still only, you know, um, well, 27. So he's kind of hitting that prime of his career. He finally, you know, put together a fairly healthy season last year. But down the stretch is where Freddie Peralta really shined. And I want to talk about his last 10 starts. He went eight and two, 59 innings pitched. 88 strikeouts, only 11 walks, 33 hits. You're talking about a sub one whip, a 196 ERA, 217 FIP, which is fielding independent pitching ERA indicator. Shows you the results right on with the indicators. Batters hit 157 against Freddie Peralta over that time with a 199 OBP. Nobody was getting on base against Freddie Peralta. Honestly, do I think he, he does a sub-2 ERA all season next year? No, not at all. But I think right now there's a little bit of room to profit on Freddie Peralta, and that's what we work on here Um, when you play fantasy baseball those profit markets margins just kind of want to get a little bit of value everywhere you can and then it just adds up along the way and that's how you really succeed in fantasy baseball but freddie peralta threw 165 innings last year no reason he can't get close to 200 this year if he could finally stay healthy at 28 i think it's really make or break for freddie peralta and with corbin burns being gone they're really gonna expect him to you know pitch like an ace and i kind of think that's why they really gave up uh, you know, a Corbin Burns because they believe in Freddie Peralta, as do I. So somebody I'm drafting everywhere. I think breakout year in store for Freddie Peralta incoming. Put it on the board with that one. Uh, let's move on, though. Let's talk about uh, a young guy. Let's talk about Evan Carter. Evan Carter, somebody that just took the league by storm when he got the call last year. I was fairly high uh, on Evan Carter with my prospect rankings uh, coming into last year. And speaking of prospect rankings, Matt and I are going to have those out sooner than later. So make sure you stay locked on for those. And guys, you know what? Actually, real quick, before I jump in and give you my take on Evan Carter and then wrap things up with a couple other young players uh, that I think can really break out this year we got one more ad for you all right guys so thanks for bearing with me through that uh we're back with evan carter talk right uh evan carter came up last year as a 20 year old played 23 games 62 at bats 15 runs four doubles a triple, five homers, 12 RBIs, three steals, 12 walks, to 24 strikeouts, and he had a 306 batting average. And he was just, Evan Carter's guy 
hit for batting average the last two years in the minors, has a little bit of pop, has, you know, uh, actually solid plus speed. I think Evan Carter is somebody that the hype was there in, you know, early draft seasons. Uh, I mean, early draft season when, you know, the, all the experts are really the only the ones drafting and, you know, everyone was really loving on him. But I feel like his ADP have has moved down a little bit, at least from what I remember. I'm going to pull it up again here on Fantasy Pros and see where our buddy Evan Carter has been coming off the board. 25th outfielder pick 110. Uh, I like Evan Carter as an outfielder three. If you can get him as an outfielder three, I'm kind of loving on that. Right now, I, has, I have Evan Carter as my outfielder. 20 which i think is pretty solid you know only five spots ahead of current adp once again i'm i i don't know if i'm really taking him as my outfielder number two i kind of know i have him ranked that way um would really really love to get him as my outfielder three if ever possible um so I, once again, not a guy I'm super targeting. If he falls and I can really get him as a high end outfield number three, I'll, I'll take him there. So it's kind of like the the game with Evan Carter. He's going to be in a great lineup, but let's see kind of where they have him projected to hit in that lineup. I don't think it's going to be too high with all of those, you know, superstars, but who knows? I, I, the rumors with Corey Sears injury is that he might miss opening day. So there might be a little chance that Evan Carter sneaks his uh, butt up that lineup, right? No, no, actually they have Evan Carter projected to hit fourth. If Evan Carter is projected to hit fourth in that lineup, honestly, I, I could see a line like... Um, 25 homers, 100 RBIs, 30 steals, a uh, uh, plus batting average in the 280 mark. So honestly, even if you are taking him as your outfielder number two, you might not be mad at the results, but it is a little bit risky at the moment. I, I do love me some Evan Carter, and I know uh, I did a draft the other day where I was able to get Evan Carter as my outfielder number three because he fell a little bit, and I'm loving it. So once again, not targeting him as my outfielder number two, but if I can get him as my outfielder number three, I'm taking it all day long. Uh, let's keep things pushing here. Let's let's move on to a catcher, and then we'll see if I have time for both of these last two names. But a catcher is somebody that we haven't talked about a lot. I want to kind of bring up the name. I want to talk about Yainer Diaz, the catcher. For the Houston Astros, you know, he's got the nod of confidence over there uh, from management. We've heard that he's going to be playing every day coming into 2024. And I don't see any reason why they shouldn't. In limited action in 2023, the 24-year-old Yainer Diaz played 104 games at 355 at-bats, 51 runs, 22 doubles, 23 homers, 60 RBIs. Uh, not a points league guy. Just throwing that out there. He's not a points league guy 11 walks to 74 strikeouts a 282 batting average uh Yainer Diaz honestly even though he strikes out a decent amount really hits for batting average all throughout his minor league career honestly in his minor league career he never hit under 294 has always shown pretty strong power doesn't steal bases uh, so in, in categories leagues and roto leagues, I'm really loving on Yainer Diaz and my rankings. I honestly have Yainer Diaz up as my number seven catcher at the moment. So, uh, I'm, I am pretty bullish. I don't think ADP has him that high, but once again, we're, we're pulling that up here. Uh, oh, actually, um, boy, am I wrong? 
Yainer Diaz coming off the board as the number five catcher right now, pick 117. Honestly, not mad at pick 117, but super, super shocking that, honestly, I have to move him up. Might have to move him up because I think Yainer Diaz is somebody that is going to be very, very good this season, you know, hitting in that very, very good Astros lineup. No reason not to draft him. Uh, if you see him falling in your leagues, definitely somebody that, you know, I think is going to break out. Guy hits the ball very, very hard. Uh, so I, I think the power is legit. So like you're talking about run should be good. Home run should be plus. Uh, RBI should be plus. And honestly, a guy who's always hit for batting average. So I, I don't see why he can't really continue the trend, even though he does, you know, strike out a decent amount and not walk. Uh, let's. I did have two names here. Uh, one, one, I'll give you the obvious one. Give you the two seconds on him. Grayson Rodriguez, uh, got the call last year, uh, looked really bad. Didn't live up to the hype. Got sent back down, figured things out, came back up and looked really, really good in the second half. Uh, had a stretch where he was around the K per nine, very strong ERA, very strong whip. Grayson Rodriguez is somebody that I really think, uh, is going to just break out and honestly be like a top 25 uh, starting pitcher for years to come. I have Grayson as my uh, 20th starting pitcher. Uh, let's see where ADP has him. And then I'll kind of try and sneak in this last guy who I honestly really do want to talk about. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez come off the board of starting pitcher 22, pick 72. Another guy not loving him as my SP2, but if I can get him as my SP3, uh, I think that's solid. But just not a guy I'm targeting, but a guy I think really can break out and be strong this year. Let's move on to somebody I'm targeting late, and it's Vaughn Grissom. Goes to the Red Sox. Finally gets a chance to play every single day. I really, I think they came out and announced that that they want to play Grissom every day at second base. That's why they make the move like this. Right now, he's coming off the board. I don't know if he still has second base eligibility because I'm not seeing him here at second base anywhere. Um, but what the thing is, Von Grissom could hit for average. He's got a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed. Think he could be a sneaky, sneaky 2020 guy uh, with a little bit of steals. Uh, a 2020 guy. He's coming off the Vungerson's coming off the board at pick 271. Invest everywhere. Um, but I gotta wrap things up here, guys. Uh, I appreciate you, you know, working with me through Matt not being here once again. Wish Matt and his uh family well. New son there for Matt. Uh, but guys, that's all for me today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Uh, guys, make sure you look out for a new episode. Uh, but guys, until then, see you.